0: Thanks for pressing play. This is Lockhead on Marketing, the podcast for marketers and entrepreneurs with a different mind. Now, this episode is going to make a lot more sense to you if you've heard the last two, 117 and 116. So if you haven't heard them, I would suggest you go back and take a listen. So what do we want to talk about today? Let's talk about native digitals, that is to say people under the age of 35 versus native analogs, people older than 35. And the impact native digitals are having on the way we live, work, and play. And specifically, I want to try and recreate some of the conversations I've been having of late with entrepreneurs, CEOs, CMOs, and Silicon Valley venture capitalists. Uh, you see, this change to native digitals is the biggest sea change in the category of human being in a very long time. It's something that I think is it's, it's a massive, massive change hiding in plain sight that most people are not talking about. So let's talk about it. Our friends at Oracle NetSuite are the leaders in cloud business systems. If you want a legendary platform for your business and it's time for you to upgrade from uh uh, QuickBooks and the hairball of spreadsheets, check out netsuite.com slash different today for your free product tour. That's netsuite.com slash different. And my friends at Splunk are the leaders in data to everything. Check out splunk.com slash D the number two and the letter E and learn how you can bring data to everything. And don't forget to go to LockEd.com and subscribe to category pirates. It's our hot newsletter. Uh, thanks for, if you are currently listening, I want to thank you very much. In less than six months, you made us a top 1% paid business podcast in the world. We're currently charting at number 13 on the Substack charts and, um, category pirates is sort of like a Harvard business review. If it was written for pirates and if you're like me, you've done dumber things with 200 bucks. So check out category pirates at lockhead.com today. Now. Hey, ho let's go. Okay, native digitals versus native analogs and the difference between digital creation and digital transformation. Now, best I can tell, native analogs, that is to say people over the age of 35, are pretty much asleep to a massive transformation. The fact that native digitals are the first generation of human being ever to grow up integrated with the machines where their primary experience of life is a digital one, and their analog—that is to say, physical experience of life—is an adjunct to their real life, which is digital. And all of that, of course, is completely the opposite. If you, like me, are a native analog. Now, recently, um, let's talk uh, examples of companies kind of not getting it, particularly companies with native analog CEOs. The Wall Street Journal just ran a story not long ago that says, "Quote the boss wants you back in the office." like now. And um, this makes sense if you're a native analog, because if you're a native analog, you believe that the way you get quote unquote real work done is in a physical place. Cause that's what you've done your entire life. When in point of fact, if you're a native digital being in a physical place to get your job done is insane. It's a, it's a completely alien idea The article says, quote, many CEOs say their companies function best when employees can interact in person. The article goes on to say workers have indicated in surveys that they want greater flexibility about where and how they work. So what do we have going on here? Native analog CEOs saying you got to come back to work. And a lot of employees, a meaningful percentage of them, if you remember in our last two episodes, one of the data points I gave you was, I think it was 62%, but it was a big number. There's a 62% chance that you're working for a millennial. So millennials are in big time positions in business today. And don't forget the Gen Zers, which is behind them, which are behind the millennials, (laughs) you know, they're 18, 19, 20, 21, 23. Some of them are starting to have children. And so they are 140 million people in the United States and they're having a huge impact. And uh, they're now saying they want greater flexibility. They want work from anywhere. So there's a bifurcation between what native analog CEOs are saying and native digitals want in their work. Mark Sandella, founder and CEO of Ladders, which is a job search site for people making over hundred grand says, quote, remote work is the new signing bonus. So it's very clear Native analog CEOs like the CEO of Google, Netflix and Apple, all of whom said you got to come back to work and then had to uh, backpedal um, when their employees uh, said no way. Native analog business leaders need to wake up because native digitals are a new category of human. They are creating a new category of work. So work is not being transformed digitally. It's being created a new digitally. And, and, and the aha for me around the CEOs of Google, Netflix, and Apple not getting it is if those guys don't get this, maybe I as a native analog don't either. And so um, this native digital versus native analog conversation has been coming up a lot with entrepreneurs and marketers because it has profound, profound implications for how we build companies products categories and brands and i think the first thing it means is if you're a native analog you got to start off by realizing you don't get it and you got to get you got to build a bridge to the native digitals it's sort of like if you're a woman you can empathize about what it might be like to be a man but you will never truly get it And of course, the opposite is true as well. Uh, I'll never know what it's like to be a woman. Well, this is how big the difference between native analogs and native digitals are because native analogs are a new category of human being. And in order to work together, we need to build bridges of understanding to really get some powerful things done. Because frankly, as somebody who is native analog, who works with other native analogs and works with lots of native digitals, there's something magical here when the two generations could come together. But all that said, This is not just about a new category of work. It's way bigger than that. It's about a new category of person. And here's the aha. If you're native analog like me, you have quote unquote transformed yourself to become more digital. If you're native digital, you were created digital. You don't remember learning to use a smartphone or a computer. You probably don't even remember life without a smartphone. And so what this means is a lot of native analogs are now deeply out of touch with what's going on. And um, let me share a story with you to I think elucidate on what is happening today. When a new category of technology breakthrough appears, typically the first use cases are taking the old paradigms and uh, sort of layering the new technology on top of them. So let me share with you a story that I love uh, about Don Valentine, who is the founder of Sequoia Capital, one of the top VC firms in Silicon Valley. And he shared a story about what it was like when he originally backed Apple. So Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak come to uh, Don and they bring the Apple personal computer and they want to give him a demo. And um, Don describes the demo. The use case for the demo was keeping track of uh, recipes online and that the personal computer would sit probably in the kitchen and that the user would use floppy disks to save uh, recipes. Well, as I remember Don telling the story, he said something to the effect of he thought the use case was rather silly, but he saw huge potential in the category, the technology, the product, and of course, Steve and Steve and wrote them a check. That's a great example of a breakthrough technology being used to do something in a non-breakthrough way in the first use case. Here's another example. When the movie camera was first created, what they did was they set it up in a theater and they videotaped a play. And then after a little bit of time, somebody said, hmm, Maybe this new category of technology allows us to do something, and I'm going to use this word on purpose, different. And all of a sudden, they started to open up new vistas of creativity and started creating content purpose-built for the movie camera. And of course, everything changed. So what do we have going on here? Just listen to this term, digital transformation. It's a term only a native analog would use because native digitals aren't interested in transforming old things into digital things. They're interested in things that are created digital from the start. And if you start to think about this bifurcation, if you start to use this lens, you'll see native analog digital transformations everywhere and that they are I don't, I don't know that I want to say failing, but they are at, you know, suboptimal. Here's my current favorite example. In the United States, we're, we're opening back up and we're starting to go back to restaurants. And a lot of restaurants now have adopted, quote, touchless menus. And so what you do when you go to the restaurant is there's a QR code uh, on the table and you use your smartphone and the Q- you, you click on the QR code with, your ca- code with your camera and it pops up the menu. And what do you get? The menu. It's essentially a PDF or a website of the menu. And that's it. That's all you can fucking do. You can't order food with it. You can't look at reviews of food with it. You can't look at photos of food. You can't look at wine pairings. You can't do anything. All they've done is videotape the play and put it on uh, your restaurant table, so to speak. That's an example of a digital transformation. Sure. They transformed a physical thing, the menu, into a digital thing. So what? That's not digital creation. Because if you thought about the front end experience of a restaurant in a digital context, you would probably do something much different than that. Here's another example Uber is not a digital transformation of taxis, it is a digital creation of a new category of personal transportation created digital from the beginning. Uh, Airbnb its not a digital transformation of a hotel. It is a whole new digital business model created from the ground up as a digital business model. And so native digitals want to buy products that are created digital not analog products that are transformed digitals, a.k.a. plays being recorded. They want movies. Now, you might think, oh, this is just semantics. Well, it's actually not because languaging creates thinking. So here's what's going on. Take a look at any what I would call native analog media, and you'll start to see how much they don't get it. So CIO.com recently ran a story called, What is Digital Transformation? A Necessary Disruption. And their definition of digital transformation goes like this. A catch-all term for describing the implementation of new technologies, talent, and processes to improve business operations and satisfy customers. Translation, record plays. That's not what Uber is. That's Amazon is not a digital transformation of a Walmart. It's a whole new thing. It's a different thing that was born digital. Now, interestingly enough, that same article... Oh, and here's the other thing. If you start to listen, native digitals don't talk that way. And native digital startups don't talk that way either. Now, the same CIO article quotes a McKinsey survey that says that Uh, Only 11% of business executives believe that their current business model will be, quote, economically viable through 2023. So business leaders know they're in trouble. The article, ironically, then goes on to say, and it's easy to understand why 64% of those execs say their companies must build new digital businesses. Now, If you're a scuba diver, you might have heard this term. You can't suck and blow at the same time. So in this one article in CIO Magazine, which to the best of my knowledge is primarily written for and by native analogs, they are talking about improving business operations and satisfying customers, translation, recording plays. And then they say the McKinsey survey says all these executives, 64 percent, say they want to build new digital businesses those are two different things words matter and languaging which if you've listened to this podcast you know uh, if you read category pirates you know is the strategic use of language to change thinking you can't use old words to describe new things it's not about transforming analog products into the digital it's about creating net new digital products and services. All right. So what does this mean for you and your business? I think it's time. This is one of the discussions I've been having to start doing some real data science research to figure out what the demographic is of your super consumers in uh, your market category and ask yourself the question, how many of our super consumers, that is to say the The part of our category, the people in our category that really drive the growth, drive the revenue, and really drive the forward-leaning thinking are native digital. Because the more native digitals you serve and or are trying to serve, the more you need to do things that are native digital. And if you're a native analog, that means 180 degree different from the way you've historically been doing them. So it's not about digitizing analog things. It's about uh, not about da- digital transformation. It's about digital creation. Now, if you're a native digital and you're working at a company run by native analogs and you have a lot of native analog co-workers, I think it's important to know that um, they don't get you and they won't get you. So you've got to br- build a bridge to them. Just like if you're a native analog, you've got to realize that you can't get a native digital and you've got to build a bridge and that way everybody can kind of work together. Now, if you're native digital and you work for a company that's led by a native analog CEO that doesn't get any of this shit we're talking about, quit, go to a company that understands that the future is native digital and you've got to build, you've got to create native digital companies, products, Uh, services, categories, and brands. Otherwise you won't be successful. And so here's the thought I would leave you with. Ask yourself, are we working on digital transformations or digital creations? All right, we would like to thank the good folks at Atranet building legendary B2B websites in Silicon Valley for over 20 years. Check out atre.net today. If you're in Australia and you want to do legendary marketing, check out my friends at RapidMedia.com.au. That's RapidMedia.com.au. Don't forget to go to Category. Don't forget to (laughs) Lockhead.com and subscribe to Category Pirates. If you're like me, you've done dumber things with 200 bucks. Uh, My friends at Malibu Milk are the leaders in the new area of whole plant flax milk. As you probably know, flax is a superfood. Is a magic food. And um, Malibu is pioneering this whole area. Check out Malibu Milk, with a y, com today, and you can buy right off the website. That's malibumilk.com. If you want to get into podcasting or you're already doing a podcast and you want a legendary platform, check out squadcast.fm. They are the platform we use, squadcast.fm. All right, I need to remind you that this podcast is the property of Lockhead Oddcast Network, and it goes well better, way better, <laughs> with libations, including white Russians, with Malibu Milk. Please don't forget to tip your waitstaff on the way out. If you like it enough to listen, why not share this podcast with everybody you know? I need to remind you that today's information is provided to you solely for informational purposes. Please consult your lawyer, shaman, mystic, doctor, and bartender before acting on anything on today's episode. Remember, the left lane is the passing lane. Uh, don't forget, if you like long-form, uh, authentic dialogue, check out Follow Your Different My other podcast, we are produced and edited by Jason DeFilippo. He's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Check out his podcast, Grumpy Old Geeks. Jamie J. and Sarah Nock do legendary technical execution around here, and they build Lockhead.com. Show notes by GM Simon, and Candy Dandy keeps all the trains running on time. Don't forget, Stevie Wonder was right, and listen to Katie Lang. And until we're together again, stay healthy and stay legendary. And the thought I will leave you with comes from Socrates, who said, quote, The only true wisdom is in knowing that you know nothing.